Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. So you're doing keto, but the weight's not coming off, or it's very slow. What can you do? Now, I've done a ton of videos on plateau. I'm going to put some links down below, but I wanted to give you a, a summary of three really important things, okay, related to slow weight loss. So number one, the goal is to get your ketones from your own body fat, not necessarily your diet. I really want to make that distinction because sometimes people think that keto is a high fat diet. No, it's a low carb diet. Being on keto does not mean unlimited fat. It doesn't mean that you can keep eating these fat filled keto bombs all day long. That's not going to work. And drink tons of MCT oil and take these uh, exogenous ketone supplements and thinking you're actually going to lose weight. No, that's not going to happen because if you provide your body with dietary fat or ketones, and we compare that to your own fat, the body is going to always use the dietary fat and ketones first before it taps into your own fat. And so if you're not losing weight, that could be the reason why you might need to cut down on some of the extra fat. I would just consume the fat that normally comes with the protein. And also realize that dietary fat has more than double the calories. So when we say the ketogenic diet is 70 or 75% fat, we're talking about calories. That's a little different than the size or the volume of fat. And I think it's confusing for people because they think they have to fill up half the plate with fat because it's 70 to 75% fat. But what they're missing is that if you take uh, carbohydrates and protein and fat, the fat calories are more than double as far as the density of calories versus the, these other two. All right, let's go to number two. If you're having difficulty losing weight on keto, you must add intermittent fasting. Why? Because what determines how much weight you're going to lose and how deep you're into ketosis is where your insulin is at. And the way that you reduce your insulin is through a low-carb diet and through not eating so frequently as in intermittent fasting and prolonged fasting. So wherever you're at, whether it's two meals a day, go to one meal a day. Let's say, for example, you're at two meals a day, that, but one's in the morning and one's in the evening. Squish them together so you have a longer fasting period. You can add more fat to fast longer. It makes it easier to go longer. If you're at one meal a day, you might want to consider eating once every other day. Okay? So that's number two. All right, number three. This is very important. You need to understand, if you have a slow metabolism, that means you have insulin resistance. And insulin resistance comes from years of consuming too many carbohydrates and eating too frequently. In other words, insulin is not just raised by a high-carb diet. It's also raised by eating. So you can create insulin resistance. You can make insulin resistance worse by consuming frequent meals. Three meals, two snacks. Okay, so if you're grazing all day, you can actually create insulin resistance like that. So if we want to reverse that, and you want to improve insulin resistance and fix your stubborn metabolism, you need to reduce your carbs even lower. You need to fast longer, okay? 
You can consume things like uh, berberine, like a supplement. That actually can help you lessen the insulin resistance. You can also take apple cider vinegar before bed. That helps insulin resistance. You can sleep longer. That improves insulin resistance because it lowers cortisol. You can also add exercise, which also improves that insulin resistance and it makes insulin more sensitive. All right, try these things and comment down below. Hey, before you go, if you're benefiting from any of my content, I would love to hear about your success story. Please share it in the link down below.